This is Rock Cape Town's podcast. Thank you so much for listening in today, and we hope this sermon brings life to you. Here's today's message. Last week we spoke about, um, in fact, we're continuing with our topic, building the walls and repairing the bridge, uh, building the walls and repairing all the holes in the wall. So we continue, I want to continue with that, finishing with that topic today, because it is important for us just to understand how security is, how security uh, important is to us, how we cannot do without security, how we cannot do without the walls that are protecting the church, the, uh, according to the book of Job, the, 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 uh, the hedge of protection. All of us would need to be in that hedge of protection, and we know that that hedge of protection is when we are in the presence of God. When we are away from his presence, then we are exposing ourselves to to the risk uh, to the enemy. He may come and he may do as he pleases. Um, we know from the book of John chapter 10, 10, it says that uh, the enemy doesn't come except to steal, kill, and destroy. So we are safe in his presence. Last week we spoke about uh, the protection that is a shield of faith. That means we keep on believing God. We believe him. Even if things are, are, are a mess in our lives, we continue to believe God. The Bible says that it has accounted to Abraham a righteous because he believed God. He believed God when everything around him said you cannot continue to believe God. He believed God. So we continue to believe God because he is God. He can change anything and he keeps his promise. So Abraham knew that God keeps his promise. He knew that if God promised that he will take him to the promised land, he will surely take him to the promised land, irrespective of the things that were happening around him. All the things around him were saying, Abraham, you're not going to make it to the promised land. But we know that God took him to the promised land. We as a church, when we look, we as a country, when we look, everything around us may, may be saying the opposite, but we know that God is faithful to take us to the promised land. The Bible puts it clear that it is impossible to please God we have, without faith. We have to believe that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. If you believe God for the breakthrough in your finances, continue to believe him. Even if you see deterioration in your finances, even if you see deterioration in your health, continue to believe him. We see the Bible that there was a lady who had the blood issue, continue to believe God, continue to seek God, continue to go wherever to get help. And the guy who had, who was crippled, the Bible tells us that he was for 34 years. And he did not give up. He will go to to that pool and try as much as he did not have chance to dip himself there. But he knew that, you know what, I'm not going to give up. I know that God is faithful. Let's know that our God is faithful. Faith does not give up. We do not give up on God. We keep believing God. We keep believing in his faithfulness. But we continue to be in his presence so that we may be safe from the attack of the enemy. The Bible says that the enemy is like the rolling lion looking for someone to devour. He is still there. He is not giving up. He is looking for that avenue that he may put his head and begin to destroy your life. So we continue with this topic that says building the walls and repairing the bridge. All the holes in the wall, even in your life today, if there are those holes that the devil can use to penetrate your life, we want to repair that. We know that as security is important, we spoke about it a few weeks, that even every country, if if you want to have your country, and the first thing that you have in mind is to, is to secure your borders so that you do not have uh, people coming through and uh, messing up with our country, with your country, or the enemy, 
or any country that will try to attack your country. You make sure that you have your navy to protect your waters. You have your efforts to protect your airspace. You have the ground forces to protect your, your land borders. The land must be secured. So we must understand, even you yourself, you need to be secured. In your house, you need to be secured. Security is very important. Let's quickly go to the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, together by reading from verse 12. It says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Now, this scripture puts it clear that um, whether you like it, if you have joined us or you're the part of Christians, you have received Christ as your Lord and Savior, you've just joined the forces of Christ. You are in the battleground. Whether you like it or you don't, you are in the battleground. So, Paul is saying here, we wrestle against the principalities. We wrestle, we, 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 we wrestle. Christ uses us to wrestle against these principalities so that his kingdom may be established here on earth, on earth. So the spiritual forces that are not seen, these things that we wrestle with are not seen. That's why it is important for us as a children of God, of God to be found in his presence because we overcome in his presence. If you read um, the pre previous verse, it says, be strong in the Lord and in the might of his power. That means on our own, we cannot fight this battle. We can never fight this battle. We can fight this battle if we are strong in the Lord, in our relationship with God. If it, when it says, be strong in the Lord and in the might of his power, it says, we wish our relationship. It talks about our relationship with God, that our relationship God continue to grow, we continue to reach out to God, we continue to have this great relationship with God. So the battle is reality. If you just stop fighting, lose the battle. You cannot stop fighting. You have to continue fighting. If the moment you stop fighting, you will lose the battle. Remember, in the battleground, we have a situation where you defend yourself and you also attack. So there are two ways that you, you, you act in the battleground. You defend yourself when necessary, and you attack. You don't just defend. Last week we spoke about defending ourselves with a shield of faith, but we go forth and be offensive to the enemy and attack the enemy so that the grounds that we have lost. Remember, I've speak, I will spoke about the grounds that you have lost, perhaps, in your career, the grounds that you have lost. Uh, we don't know what you have lost to the enemy because the enemy comes to steal, but we can gain those grounds. Some people have, lo have lost real things that you can see that, that are tangible, but we're gonna gain those grounds. In the battlefield, you lose grounds, but you want to, when, if you want to win, you want to regain those grounds, you fight back. So I want us to look at the few scriptures, if you, if you will. Uh, we see in the life of Job that when he lost the grounds to the devil, he lost his health. You, you, you look at uh, chapter 1 and chapter 2. He lost his health. He lost his children. He lost his wife. He lost all the possessions that he had. That's losing the grounds. That's the reality of being in the battleground. But we know that our God, when you continue to fight, not giving up on God, as Brother Job did not give up on God. He said, I know that my Redeemer lives. He continued to believe God. He continued against all things. He continued to believe God. And in the last chapter, we know, that not only that he regained everything, he regained all the grounds, even more. The Bible tells us that he gained more than twice what he had because he gained all the grounds and more. When we lose, we know that we don't just lose if we are in the presence of God, but whatever the, uh, the grounds that we've lost, 
we will regain because our God is, 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 is faithful. So if we're looking at the being defensive and offensive, those two things, we be defensive by believing God, by having that shield of faith that protects us. But we also need to be offensive. That means you also need to be attacking to gain the grounds to see the people coming to Christ. If we read verse 11, it says, put on the, the, the whole armor of God, the whole armor of God, not our own armor. That means the weapons that we have, the, the, those are the spiritual weapons that God gives, not our own weapons, not in our own way. We fight the enemy in the way that has been described by God, the way that has been prescribed by God. Now it says that you may be able to stand against the wolves of the devil, the attack of the devil. If we ought to stand against the attack of the devil, we ought to put on the whole armor of God. If you read through out the uh, chapter six of this uh, chapter uh, six of, of, of this book of Ephesians, it talks about all the things that are happening, or it talks about all the uh, the, 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 the 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 enemies that we're fighting, and also it talks about the armor of God. What what we need to put on in order to stand against the against the attacks of the devil. July all the time there's the attack of the devil is a reality it happens to all of us that's why we need to the Bible puts it here that we need to be awake and not be sleeping and not be drunk be awake and see when the devil attacks and respond so it says so that you may be able to stand with the armor of God being strong in him and in the power of his might we are able to stand the attack of the devil the devil is always going to attack now if we if we read um, verse 13, let's go to verse 13. Therefore, put on the complete armor of God that you may be able to successfully, that's the Amplified Bible, successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day. There's an in evil day. No one knew that Lunyago Ubuzawangunyaka or evil Gangaga. There is no doubt. Uba. Uh, evil. I know that there are some people who are saying this is going to be the great war. They did not say it in the spirit. They were just saying it. They were just believing it. They were not wrong. But very few people saw that this, gonna be, this was going to be an evil year. Evil is a reality. We have lost people that we loved in our families. We've lost the, the members of our families. Some have lost their friends. We've lost, I've lost some colleagues that I admire because of the evilness of this year. But you know what? This is a time not to sleep, church, and the children of God. This is a time that we fight back. We take back our authority and fight the devil so that we may see the goodness of the Lord. You know, as much as we have this evil year, it doesn't mean there is no goodness of the Lord. It, mean, it all means that we can, still, we can still see the goodness of the Lord. Now, the scripture, it says, so that you may be able to stand on your grounds on the evil day. We, we, we don't even, uh, we have the evil here. The evil yeah. days are going to come. So remember, it, the, it, it's, it's, it, we, we're going to do better. It says, having done all to stand, that means you've done everything that this crisis demands. You don't give up on God. You continue to believe God. You stand. We do not give up. Whatever we've lost, yeah. we do not give up. We can mm. never give up until we seek the goodness of the Lord coming to pass. And if we read, it says, uh, to stand firm in your place, fully prepared. Pastor Lord must be fully prepared by prayer, by believing God, by reading the scripture, by reaching out to God, because God knows 
the end from the beginning. He knows everything, what's coming tomorrow. That's why we as a children of God, we need to go and demand that we gain the grounds that we have lost. That means we need to strengthen our relationship with God. We need to strengthen our faith so that you may gain the grounds that we have lost. It says that in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious. That's who we are as a children of God. In this evil day, we're going to be fully prepared. Unga, you can go prepared against the devil. It says immovable and victorious. That's who we are. The Bible says that we are more than conquerors. So we are going to be fully prepared. If you are not yet prepared, you feel weak, you have not been spending time with God, you're going to begin to go and begin to spend time with God. Begin to read the word, begin to hear from God so that you may be able to stand. And we're going to come out of this victorious. Look at Brother Job. He had the evil, it was not even evil day. It was, it was evil years. But he came out victorious. We're going to come out of this victorious, but we must do the right thing. You know, if you are in the battleground, you are fighting, you cannot just hope that all oh, things will be better. You do what you got to do. You defend. Yeah. You fight, you, uh -huh. armor, you prepare, if you need the missiles, you, 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 you manufacture the missiles, if you need you get the it gun, uh, trucks, you, 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 if you need the, the, the effort, right. you go to the battle, you are ready for whatever comes. So we as the children of God, we got to be ready. If we're going to win this battle, we got to be ready resisting so we put on the full armor of god what is this full armor of god i want to look at it i want to look at two things in this full armor of god that are very important it talks about the shield of faith that's the armor the shield of faith believing god reading the bible the bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god if you fill yourself with the word of god that means uh, as uh, you will have that faith the faith that will protect you. And the Bible talks about the word of God. If we read, let's quickly read the scripture. It's uh, chapter 17 of the same uh, Ephesians chapter 6. It says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The word of God. We cannot win this battle without oh. knowing and understanding the word of God. What is God saying? The word of God is not only about reading the word and knowing the word by heart. It's about the revelation in the word. That's why it says it's a sword in the spirit. That means when you fill mm. with the spirit of God, first of all, the word, the, the very word that you are reading becomes, it becomes alive. That means the word of God is inspired by the spirit and it, and it gets to be mm. the same word of God, the real time word of God. God speaking to you about the things that are happening, about the things that are to happen. This is the real time word of God that you're talking about. It says it is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So the word of God helps us to protect ourselves from the enemy. If you read uh, Matthew chapter 4, it talks about Jesus when he went, far, if he went to fast for about 40 days. So when he was fast, fasting for 40 days, you know what happened? The devil came, he visited him. And we know that he was ready because he had the word of God as the sword of the spirit the only thing that will was able to repel the devil it was not any other thing other than the word of god but the devil tried to attack uh, the devil tried to attack christ try to tempt him he tried to persuade him not to abide by the word of god you know what christ responded with the sword of the spirit that is the word of god mm. the devil left christ because he yep. knew the word. 
the word became alive and it was the sword that the devil could not tolerate the word of God. It was pissing him. Only the word of God will mm. peace and the enemy will back off. And this time around, we need the enemy mm. to back off. That's why we need the yeah. word of God. We're strong in that word of God. It says, let's read it again. It says, yeah. if we read chapter 6, 7, it says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. With that sword of the spirit, which which is the word of God, we repel the devil, we repel. When we speak the word, we speak the word over our children. We speak the word over our, 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 our places. We speak the word over our career. We speak the word of God over our wives. We speak the word over our husbands. We speak the word over our neighbors. We speak the word over our streets. You know what? The devil will back off. The devil only the word of God, because it is like the sword, mm. not the sword in the flesh, the sword in the spirit. So we use the word mm. of God. That's why we need to read the word of God. When we read the word of God, we don't read to know, but we read that the word of God may transform us and that the word of God may change us. It's not about memorizing. It's about spending time and say, God, speak to me through your word. Speak to me through your word so that the spirit of God may revive his word and the word may be that word that will repel the devil so the things that are important that we need to understand in this armor of god is the word of god that helps you to protect and also to fight think about it the faith that is a shield it comes from the word of god because faith comes through hearing and hearing through the word of God. You read the word, you understand the word, you believe God. You know, as we believe in Jehovah because people are saying we should believe God. We believe God because we read his word and we have uh, a, an encounter with yeah. him. We see him walking with us. Mm. That's yeah. why that shield of faith is about trusting God because we've, we, we've known him. Mm. We know God, what he has done. That's why when we go to uh, in, in our lives, we go back and say, and look at what God has done. And look at what God has done. When we, when we see what the Lord has done, then we can never come back, go back, we go forth and fight because we know that God is faithful. So it is the shield of faith. It is the word of God that is an offensive weapon. The shield of faith that is a defensive weapon that helps us to defend us in the shield that helps us to advance and gain more grounds. So now if we read, um, as we're closing, I just want to read just the one last scripture. Chapter 6, verse 18. It talks about praying with all prayers in the spirit. So praying, remember, if we're talking about spirit, praying, we're talking about our relationship with God. And it says we pray all the time in the spirit. I know Abani perhaps don't know what it takes to pray in the spirit. You may pray in the flesh, but Utikwa uh, is not looking for someone who prays in the flesh. You can never reach God. You can never have your prayers heard or, or, or commune with God when you are in the flesh. The Bible says that God is the spirit, and those who come to the spirit, there must be that in your life. You must. Enter a spirit, a of the spirit in order to communicate with God, in order to see in the spirit and be able to hear what God is saying. You can only hear God when you are in the spirit. All of us, the Bible says we are in the flesh. Though we walk in the flesh, our battle is not carnal. We can never fight this battle. 
when you are mm. carnal. That's why we need to spend time in the presence of God. Spend time so that you're familiar with the spiritual realm. Getting into the spirit and speaking to God into the spirit. How So being in the spirit, it means that we have that stronger relationship with God. Remember, I think last year, if it was not early this year, we spoke about the types of relationships that we have with God. There is a relationship that is outer court uh, in the flesh. That relationship is it's not going to get you anywhere. When you are in the outer court, if we look at the Israelites, there were those who were in the outer court. They knew nothing about God. They heard about God from Moses. They heard about God from uh, perhaps uh, Joshua, who was close to Moses. They did not know anything about God. When they had trouble, they said, Moses, please speak to God, because they did not know anything about God. And then there is inner court um, relationship where, where you are in the holy place. That means now you are moving away from the natural realm or the, uh, the realm of the flesh. You are in the realm of the spirit. That's when now you have an experience. You are in his presence. So now when you are in the presence of God, you are in, in the inner court and you move on to be in the holy of holies. The Bible tells us that the people who were able to enter the, 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 the inner court were the people who were given uh, or who were called the priests, who were given uh, a privilege by God to enter into, in, into his presence. All of us, the Bible puts it clear that we are the priests. Christ came and he made us the priests. You will not depend on someone to pray for you. You will go by yourself. That's why the Bible speaks mm -hmm. about praying in the spirit. It means that no more outer court relationship with God, but the inner court relationship with God. You know, the great thing about us as a children of God, if you've been baptized and you've been filled by the spirit of God, you know when you are in the outer court, you know that now whatever I yeah. do, I need to push in and get inside into the inner court. You know, when you are in the flesh, the Bible says that you can never fulfill his promise. In fact, you never fulfill his will if you are in the flesh. You know, everybody knows. The great thing is that you can move in into the Holy of Holies and begin to communicate with God, begin to speak to God, begin to see, because the revelation will only see it when you are in the Holy of Holies. That's why the Bible puts it here that with all prayers, I'm going to read you uh, the scripture so that you may understand that if we are to rebuild the, 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 the walls and repair the bridge, we ought to be in the spirit. It says that praying always with all prayers and supplications, where? In the spirit. Always, always. You are just wasting your time if you want to pray in the flesh. It, it, it's not going to work. Um, with all prayers. Think about which one. If the, the priest at the time of uh, the old dispensation will try to communicate with God in the outer court, it wouldn't work. God was in the um, inner court. You needed to go straight in the inner court where you receive um, the revelation. Um, where will become clear, where your future will become clear, where God will show us clearly where we're supposed to do, where we, what we're supposed to do as the church in order to regain our grounds. That means you are no more in the darkness. You are in the light. You are able to see what you ought to do. The battle is there. It's clear. You know which weapon to use in order to win this battle. It is important yeah. that we, the children of God, we go back into the holy place, fellowship mm. with God, spend time with God. The Bible tells us that Moses will spend a lot of time with God, and he knew God. He, not only 
knew Izidutitu as promised, but he knew the ways of God. But Zolani Injil has got to a perfect. His will is still perfect. And God mm -hmm. still has his way now for us to know the mm -hmm. ways of our God. Not only know the miracles, not only know the things that our God has promised, but know the ways of our God. We need to enter the spiritual realm so that God may reveal to us our future, so that God may reveal to us what is not yet. Future, he will always speak mm -hmm. about things that are coming. And I believe that the better days, the greater days are coming. But those greater days will only come if we continue to put the armor of God and begin to fight in the spiritual realm. Otherwise, if we do not fight, make no mistake, we may lose the ground as the church. We may lose the ground as, 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 as an individual. We may lose the ground as, as, um, as a country. Remember, our country needs us. Our country needs a prayer. You look at what is happening. People have lost hope, have lost trust. Why? Because of what is happening, because of the things that they are seeing in the natural. But God can change this. Now it has become a reality that there's a lot of evil that is happening in a country. We are in the evil day. In the evil day, what is the Bible saying we should do in the evil day? It's saying, let's put on the arm of God and begin to fight in the spirit. He may raise godly leaders so that God, wherever he may raise godly leaders in our schools, in our hospitals, he will raise people who will really do what God wants us to do. Take care of the poor. Take care of the needy. God has a great plan for your life. He has a great plan for us as a church, but he will need us to work out this plan. Without us, he will not be able to work out this plan. He needs us. He needed David. God said, David, I'm going to take you and you'll be the king of Israel, but I need you to cooperate with yes. me. In closing today, I want to each and every one of us, let's cooperate with God. Let's not work against him. He said, I know the thoughts that I have towards you, thoughts of good, that I may give you a future. But if we cooperate with him, let's cooperate. Let's not work against God.